1: This is Hollywood Casino's On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Here are your hosts, Dave Biddle and Scotty Vegas.
2: Welcome to On The Money. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scotty Vegas. We have producer Caleb Blake at the controls. This is a show about sports gambling and sports in general. Scotty Vegas how you doing this morning my friend
3: I'm great you know how much I love early morning sports and today we've got not only early morning football to talk about because we got a game starting up at 9 30 but we also have the Ryder Cup the USA way behind coming in today but they're starting to make a little bit of a charge and so we're gonna track that throughout the show US got down so big on Friday you and I were talking about this we wake up on Friday morning all excited for the Ryder cup and the u.s is getting demolished early so they lose their first four matches and now they came into today a 14 to 1 underdog they're starting to scratch and claw a little bit a lot of it's going to depend on if scotty Scheffler can beat john Rahm in the opening match
2: i really thought we'd be sitting here talking about it's already over and maybe you maybe could argue it pretty much is but you're right they've got a chance so you're telling me there's a chance um, they were dumb and dumber on Friday, but they've, they've turned it around a little bit.
3: Yeah, and what's great, too, is there's been a lot of fiery exchanges in the Ryder Cup this year. This is one thing that I love about this, because golf, we know, is, is typically a little stuffy and a, a gentleman's game. You don't get a lot of interactions. But yesterday, there's video of Rory McElroy leaving the hotel just screaming, pointing, cussing on his way out at, at some uh, members of the American team and the whole thing was was kind of silly. Basically Patrick Cantlay is uh makes a bomb of a putt on 18 and his caddy is celebrating a little bit too much maybe in the eyes of the European team and Rory McIlroy still had an opportunity to make the putt to tie the hole and he missed the putt and so yeah the tensions were high but I'm here for it. This is Ryder Cup. This is Europe versus USA. Let's go. Let's get those tensions up. It does man. There's it
2: just adds a lot to it. I mean, I you know, I'm not a huge golf fan like you are. But- but, you know, I, um, I like the majors. I always watch the majors. And this just adds something to it. When you have, I mean, I don't like seeing the American guys getting booed when they get announced. But it just gets you going, though. Yeah. It feels like a football game. It, and you never get that feeling in golf except for the Ryder Cup. So hopefully they can make a miraculous comeback. Let's get into college football from yesterday. Obviously, the Buckeyes were off. Let's look at uh, who looked good, who uh, maybe looked a little shaky. Let's start with shaky. Hello, Georgia. I mean, it just seems like a matter of time, doesn't it? I mean, their schedule's easy. Auburn is not good. Auburn is not good. And, you know, they look like the better team for most of that game. Now, Georgia won 27-20 to at Auburn. Brock Bowers is a dude. He, you know, he's fantastic. He's going to be an early first-round pick. uh, And, you know... You don't see many tight ends that are early first round picks, but um, Georgia not looking that strong this year, Scotty.
3: You know, and and Georgia has earned the right to have the benefit of of the doubt, right? And that's why they're the number one team in the country in in the polls. That's why they're the uh, betting favorite to win the national championship. But I'm with you, Dave. Something just doesn't seem quite right. We saw him struggle against South Carolina. We see him struggle against Auburn. That was a game. This game was tied in the fourth quarter, right? I mean, Georgia had to make a little bit of a comeback to, to beat Auburn. And as you said, Dave, Auburn's not good. So that was surprising. Now, sneaky one for them this coming week because you know who is better than what a lot of people think is Kentucky. Kentucky, yes. And, that's, and that's who Georgia will play this week. The only, the only thing is that game game is at georgia georgia's everything just set up schedule wise for georgia because if you look at it it's mostly cupcake city until you get to the very end of the season where you'll have ole miss and tennessee but overall georgia does not look fantastic
2: kentucky just smoked florida in lexington 33 14 wildcats 5 and 0 2 and 0 in the sec they went like i think um you go back they hadn't Uh, I think it was maybe 2017 when they snapped it, something like that. They had lost like 30 straight games to Florida. Now they've beaten them three straight games and like four of the last six. I mean, Stoops has done a great job turning that program around. He's been there a while. Kentucky looks legit. They have a running back that transferred in from Vanderbilt, the uh, interconference transfer, and he's really, really good. He put on a show yesterday. All right. Now, I'll admit, even though Nebraska's terrible, I was thinking, well, Michigan started slow against Rutgers. It's their first road game. They've had the easiest schedule in the country for a, a powerhouse team um, or one of the top teams. I'm like, you know, maybe Nebraska is going to keep this close. I could see Nebraska covering the 18 point spread or Michigan will just do whatever they want and win 45 to seven. And that's what taken their foot off the gas late. That seven, by the way, was scored late by Nebraska, Michigan destroyed them. And I know Nebraska is terrible, but, I'm still, I hate to admit it. Michigan looks good. I mean, they've got like that, you know, they've got a little bit of everything. They've got that 340 pound nose guard. They've got that young tight end. I just, they're, they look pretty good at all levels. Now, yesterday, I mean, I mean, JJ, I still think he struggles throwing the ball down the field. Yes, against Ohio State last year, he was able to throw the ball down the field because guys were wide open by 30 yards, but. Michigan looks really good, Scotty.
3: They really do. Now, look, again, they have not played a good team yet. I know they played Rutgers last week, and I think Rutgers is better than than what a lot of people think. But, again... Yesterday they you said it they were an 18 point favorite and this was the first time Michigan's covered all year. So they have not been absolutely dominating against the number, but they came out and this game was over 5 minutes in, right? I mean Michigan just looked so good uh, early in that game and really gave Nebraska no chance. But I thought the game of the day yesterday, Dave, last night. I'm I, you know, now oh, that yeah. Ohio State beat Notre Dame now as Buckeye fans, they should Buckeye fans should be rooting for Notre Dame to do well going forward. And I think that Notre Dame pulling that one out last night. Well what was it? It was like Sam Hartman had like fourth and fourteen or 16, fifteen. I think. Fourth, fourth, and, fourth 16. and sixteen. And he had uh, he, he had the opportunity. There was nobody really near him, and so he scrambled and ran and dove and got the first down, and then they end up scoring the touchdown. What a unbelievable finish for Notre Dame.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I've mixed emotions about it. But lot, most people agree with you from the Ohio State perspective that, okay, now we're big Notre Dame fans. Does it really matter? I guess it does. Cause even my argument is if Ohio State beats Penn State and beats Michigan and wins the Big Ten, they're in. But then you had seeding does matter. Seeding does matter we as we have, as we've learned um ourselves as per, especially last year um so seeding does matter so I, i'm with you on that i i had i had now i had mixed emotions on it so i i picked duke and I, I took the five and a half points jeez, yeah, unbelievable I don't know if that's really a bad beat oh that's I mean, a bad beat eh, yeah yeah kind of kind of but um i was feeling pretty good about it for a while till i wasn't so i was definitely not rooting for notre dame just because of uh i had a little coin on, on the dukies but uh Yeah, you're right. I think, you know, when you really analyze it, it is good for Ohio State that Notre Dame does well,
3: and not just seeding, Dave. I know seeding is part of it, right? If if Ohio State's in the in the question mark, as you know, as far as what seed they get, that does matter. But let's say Ohio State does drop a game uh, to like a, a Penn State or a Michigan, and you have one loss, and you have another team with one loss, having a your one loss be against a great team gives you the tiebreaker over, let's say Alabama goes out and and runs the table, right? And wins the rest of the games because they've looked pretty good. Their one loss was, was Texas, but, you can kind of look at it, the difference being that Ohio State has a road win over a top 10 Notre Dame Notre Dame team at the end of the year. And I think that is a tiebreaker for even getting into the playoff.
2: That's a really good point. It even helped them last year, and Notre Dame was only 9-3, and because at least right. they had a win over a ranked Notre Dame team that was in Columbus. You're right, now Notre Dame's better. That win was in South Bend. You're right, that was a good resume builder for Ohio State. All right, the Browns, big game today. They're hosting the Ravens. Browns favored by two. We're going to talk about it next on The Money.
1: More of Hollywood Hollywood casinos casinos on the the money. On the money.
4: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
1: Coming up on ONN.
5: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented
4: by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
1: From
3: ONN. Welcome back. What a morning in sports. We've got the Ryder Cup going on, and in about 15 minutes, we got NFL football, which Dave and I have made the case that we need a London game every single Sunday so that we can wake up and have a game in the morning. And uh, first, an on-the-money action update, which is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Broken screen blues from throwing your phone after losing a bet. Visit a local Mobile Center store. Let's look at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook Odds. For the college football national championship, a little bit of movement after yesterday. Georgia still the favorite. They are three to one to one at all. Michigan is four to one. Texas is seven to one. Ohio State moved from nine to one to eight to one. Florida State is still nine to one. Then you've got Penn State at 15 to one, USC at 15 to one, Oregon 18 to one and Washington 18 to one. And a reminder. This next segment, we're going to take your calls. We would love to hear from you. You can talk some gambling with us. You can uh, talk Browns, Bengals, Buckeyes, whatever you want. 614-821-9710. We're going to open up the phone line, 614 821 97 10 we always love giving out that gambling advice but now dave let's talk about the browns today you've got a big one browns ravens i've said this in, in when we were looking at the schedule before the start of the year if the browns could somehow get to that bye week which is next week at three to one they would be feeling really good about themselves they have an opportunity to do it to uh to do it today
2: huge game in cleveland browns favored by two and they have right now And I don't see it changing unless they get ravaged by injuries. The best defense in the NFL. Not one of the best defenses. The best defense. They've been the best defense in week one, week two, and week three. By the metrics. Not just overall. Yes, overall. But in each individual week, they've been the best defense. That's how good they are. And who's your early favorite for defensive player of the year? Miles Garrett. Yeah. So everything that's coming together for them. um, They beefed up their D-line. They already had Miles Garrett. But then they, you know, brought in... uh, uh Smith they had uh, what Tomlinson they got him in free agency and they had a draft pick they got in the 3rd round uh, and they really remade that D line around Miles Garrett and they look phenomenal we know Denzel Wards they're good at every level great at every level and bringing in Jim Schwartz as the defensive coordinator looks like one of the best hires of the offseason.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And now here's the deal. You've got your great up front on the defensive line. You're great up front on the offensive line. I know it was devastating a couple weeks ago to lose to the Steelers. That was a brutal night. Obviously, not only do you lose to the Steelers, but you also lose Nick Chubb for the year. That was awful. Yes, but they overcame it this last week. They got a nice win, and now they're dealing with some issues. Potentially uh Njoku, apparently a little bit banged up, had a little fire pit accident i always hate those fire pit accidents and then you also have uh some some question marks about um deshaun watson going into today's game it sounds like he's gonna try and go but there were definitely some issues uh during the week with watson and whether his availability was gonna be for for today
2: yeah i wasn't i wasn't aware of him did he get hurt must have got hurt during the game they're calling it a shoulder injury um. Yeah, and apparently he was then listed as questionable. But I read today there was a report. I read two different reports: one on ESPN, one on the Athletic, says he is expected to play. Um, and we'll see. I mean, you know, Zach Jackson for the Athletic was talking about this about how Deshaun's looked okay. Mm-hmm. He, he he doesn't look like bad like he looked last year. Um, but he doesn't look like Deshaun from you know his final year with the Texans when he had a phenomenal year with like basically nobody around him. I think that's to be expected. I still think Deshaun, if he can stay healthy, he's still going to have a good year. And with this defense, and even without Chubb, I mean, you have Jerome Ford, you know, um, they're they're going to be okay at running back. Um, but yeah, if, if he can just be good, he doesn't have to be great. The Browns are going to—we've said this all offseason, Scotty. If he can be good, he doesn't have to be great then the Browns are going to be a big big problem and that's exactly what they are.
3: Yeah, and right now so the Browns are a a 2.5 point favorite over the Ravens. The over-under, which is, I believe, the lowest over-under total of the weekend. Yeah, it it is at 38.5. So expect kind of a, a lower scoring game. And the Browns are minus 135 on the money line. The Ravens are plus 115. Here's the deal for me. like Harbaugh is such a good underdog coach. Like If you go back and look at his record against the spread as an underdog. It's pretty ridiculous. Like there's three coaches that I look at as an underdog that are just so good. uh, And that Harbaugh's one, Tomlin is one that Steelers always has as an underdog are really tough. And then another one that's really tough is Mike Vrabel. Vrabel is one of the best against the oh, spread crap. underdogs out there. So the two Ohio teams are Bengals playing are teams. favored over the Titans today. Right, right. So the two Ohio teams are both playing coaches that do very well as underdogs and they are underdogs. Alright, reminder, we are going to take your calls next. 614-821-9710. We're going to talk betting and we're also going to talk about the game that's about to start in about 10 minutes. And it is the Falcons and Jags. That is next on On the Money.
1: This is Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On the Money. Presented
4: by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
1: From ONN. Hey, Bone, did you know that sports gambling is legal in the
0: state of Ohio? I did, and I've been placing my sports bets at Barstool Sportsbook.
3: Head to Hollywood Casino. They are open. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And they're taking bets
0: now. I use the Barstool Sportsbook app to place my bets. Even though other sportsbook companies try to get me to bet elsewhere, I don't let them. I thwart all those attempts. Make a first-time wager on the
3: Barstool Sportsbook app and get up to $1,000 in online bonus cash. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING.
6: Have you experienced foot or ankle pain during or after sports, running, or exercising at the gym? Nagging aches in your foot or ankle that won't go away? Podiatric physicians can provide you with important foot care solutions, shoe inserts, or show you how to support your feet and ankles so you're able to compete or exercise comfortably. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association Podiatric Physicians are located throughout the state and have been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com.
0: Fall is for tree planting. Successful tree planting includes following the Ohio tree planting specifications. The Ohio Chapter International Society of Arboriculture, Ohio Green Industry Association, Ohio State University Extension, and Ohio Department of Natural Resources Division of Forestry have endorsed the Ohio tree planting specifications. Visit trees4ohio.org to learn more about the planting guidelines. That's trees4ohio.org. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott Damaro. This Saturday, educators around the state are coming together to celebrate Public Education Matters Day. But Ohioans know public education matters every single day of the year. Please join us in recognizing the difference great public schools make in our lives and communities. And let's say thank you to dedicated public school educators who make that possible. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association.
6: I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile.
0: For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association.
1: Ohio's sports destination. You're listening to Hollywood Casino's On the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for
4: Responsible Gambling.
1: On ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. If you
2: want to give us a shout, 614 821 9710. We'll take your calls on. Browns, Bengals, anything in the NFL. Buckeyes, gambling advice, whatever you want. And by gambling advice, I mean you'll get Scotty's advice, not mine. Or if <laughs> I give you advice, let's do the opposite. Um, all right, so let's get into it. You want to build a parlay? Yes. Let's do it. Let's build a parlay.
3: Th- this is here's the deal. We we love to do these same game parlays. This is like the, the the huge thing the last few years in sports betting. And I will tell you. And we've talked to Noah Kirk, our guy at Hollywood Casino. He said sportsbook managers love when people try to build those same game parlays, too. And I got to say, you know, for over the years, probably three or four years, I used to really like to do them and and I would do them almost every Sunday. And now I've kind of spread it out a little bit. I, I like to do it if there's like one single game to watch, you know, just to kind of get a little excitement for a single game going on. Kind of like what we have coming up here in seven minutes with seven minutes which is Falcon Falcons and Jags. Here's where I'm looking, Dave. Uh, as far as, as the game, I kind of like the Jags to win the game. Uh, I know they're a three three and a half point favorite. I kind of take the Jags, especially in London. They usually play really well over there. So if I, if uh, you and I agree, I think we'll throw the Jags to win the game. Uh, I also like Trevor Lawrence. He lo- he looked bad last week. The Jags in general looked bad last week, but I think you know we can get him to throw for 200 plus pass. Yards, I think that's worth throwing in there. And Bijan Robinson, we have to take his over rushing yards today.
2: Thank you. I was going to say something like combined because he's getting a lot of receiving yards too. Maybe what's his over for rushing?
3: Uh, he, it's at fifty, so he needs to go over fifty rushing yards. Uh, so I think we got to throw I'm that surprised in. Surprised
2: it's not high now. I get it, because again, he's being used as a receiver a lot too. They're trying to basically yes. make him a, a Christian McCaffrey, which is a good idea. Man, he's a he's a good kid too. This close to being a Buckeye, this close, he actually gave Tony Alford and Ryan Day a you know a silent commit, yep. and then ended up going back on it. Now, to his credit, he wasn't shady about it. He picked up the phone and called, and the coaches couldn't talk about this at the time. He picked up the phone and called Tony Alford and told him and. Boy, that was a tough day over at the WAC, but um uh, Bijan Robinson I am with you. Let's do that. Okay, so Bijan over 50 rushing, Lawrence over what is he said
3: 200? I have it at 200. I his his number is actually 233, but you can move it, it down. down. Yeah. Okay. And then I also like the game to go over 35 total points again we're moving that total down as well a few points so i would say jags trevor lawrence over 200 Bijan over 50 and over 35 you want to throw something else in there
2: i i need to see what the odds would be but i have a suggestion because i have him on my fantasy yeah. team one of my fantasy teams and he's maybe i don't know if it's his fault or not but Kyle Pitts is not good, in fantasy at least. Yeah. What what, what would be the under for receiving yards for him?
3: Oh, that's a good
2: question. So like under, if it's under 40, let's jump on Player
3: it. they receiving Pitts over under is 32 and a half. Oh, geez, that's even lower than I thought. Man, maybe stay away from that. That's, that's
2: pretty damn low. Yeah. I thought it'd be like 40.
3: Aren't you kind of shocked... That he hasn't had the NFL career. I mean, remember that draft? Yes. How it was like, okay, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> I was remember
2: thinking, I'm not joking. I remember thinking, thank God yeah. the Falcons took and I didn't yeah. know Jamar Chase was going to be as good as he is. But I literally thought, thank God the Falcons took Pitts. Now, he's very talented, but even in Florida, he got banged up a lot. Because he's a big, tall guy He's taking shots. He goes up high. He's tough. It's, he's not, it's not that he's soft. He's just, a, you know, I don't know. He just doesn't, he wasn't even that durable in college he was hurt for a lot you know, a lot of this season last year about half the season and maybe he's still knocking off some rust but um, I don't know, that's kind of low though that's a kind of a low number, man. Yeah, I, I, let's stay away from that. Then let's okay. stay away from that. Let's just do what the ones you came up with. Well,
3: and we can get two to one odds. Now I know a lot of people in these same game parlays like to get greedy, and I, I'm someone who likes to get greedy in the same game parlays and try and get to the thirty to ones or the forty or fifty to ones. But we can get two and a half to one with this four way parlay. Again, we're going to take the Jags to win. We're going to take take uh, Trevor Lawrence over two hundred. We're going to take Bijan over fifty, and then the game total over thirty five. We're moving some things down. We're going to get a little bit more than 2-1 to which I like that's that's solid value and then you've got some excitement at 9.30 in the morning on a Sunday Uh, speaking of excitement we've got the Ryder Cup going on where Scotty Scheffler is uh, in a battle with John Rahm. They are on the 18th hole. Scheffler just needs to tie the hole to get the point for the United States but it is a huge hill for the U.S. to climb today feels like it's like less
2: than 5% chance at this point. Yeah.
3: Which I would I would say that's about right.
2: It just felt like I mean we get up Friday morning and they're down 4-0 and you know, it's like if you've never beaten a football team in like 30 years at their place, which is is kind of the deal here with the Ryder Cup. Americans do not do well in Europe. Breaking news. Uh, it'd be like you get down 21 nothing in the first quarter. <laughs> it's like against a team that just absolutely owns you at their place. Like you're not winning that
3: game. Yeah. And we just had a devastating loss for the U.S. on 18. So John Rum wins the 18th hole. So they split the match kind of a choke there from Scotty Scheffler on a little chip shot. So now the current odds. In the Ryder Cup are this the you've got Europe minus 7,000 to win. Uh US is 50 to 1 now to win and a tie is 20 to 1, but you said it, Dave. This thing was blown on Friday morning when you wake up and you're down for nothing. That's a lot to overcome in this golf match.
2: Up next we're going to talk Bengals at Titans. That's coming up next on the money.
1: More of Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for
4: Responsible
1: Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly
5: Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh,
0: O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Now back to Hollywood Casino's On The Money. On The Money.
4: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling from ONN.
3: All right, this segment we're going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. They are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against Tennessee. But first, an action update. This on the money action update's brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Wanna watch the big game during during your kids' exciting sporting events or you're bored at work, then pick up a portable charger at the Mobile Center. You'll never run out of juice. Let's look at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds for some of the NFL games today. Again, right now we got a game kicking off in London, just about to start. The Jags are giving three and a half to the Falcons. The Bengals are a two and a half point favorite on the road against tennessee and you've got the browns minus two and a half against the ravens today it's an exciting full day of football we got golf going on and uh, dave i want to get into your bangles because huge one today if they can pull this one out you know you started zero and two but you can get back to two and two Slow start, but they've had slow starts in the past before and overcome uh, overcame them as well.
2: Yeah, if they win today, it's gonna be just like last year. You start 0-2 and it looks bleak and then yeah. boom boom and before you know it, you're back to you're back to even. So here's the problem though. Um Joe Burrow just looks like I don't want to say a shell of himself, but like one of the keys about like Joe Burrow's game, twice a game he's picking up a cheap first down with his legs. Okay, or he's and or he's scrambling around and he makes a play downfield with his arm He can't do that at all right now. He's just very 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 limited and that's a problem I really like the under today. The titans are also Limited offensively. Um, not because their quarterbacks hurt just because he's not good at football but Man, the bengals have a very underrated defense. I think now people are caught on that. They're a really good defense Titans have a good defense now the over under is 41 um, I, that's pretty low. I'm still taking the under. This feels just like one way, I'm not sure which team, feels like a 20-17 to game. yeah, Something like that. So I like the under 41 in this one.
3: Yeah, I'm with you on it being a lower scoring game. So here's the deal with Tennessee. So each quarterback they have faced, that the Titans have faced this season, the opposing quarterback has had their best stats of the season throwing the football. So the strength of this Titans defense is really stopping the run, and they only give up 69 rushing yards per game. But they've had trouble stopping teams through the air, which is kind of why I really like Jamar Chase and a lot of his props today. Looking at it, Jamar Chase, 15 targets last week. All right, Burrow was just focused in and getting the ball out quickly and getting it to Jamar Chase. I like the fact that you can get plus money. You get plus 130 right now on Jamar Chase to score a touchdown. I think there's value in that. That's a good point,
2: Scotty, because what do they do when Burrow is limited? They they move Chase all around. They do a really good job with that. They don't just put him on the outside. or just. He does a little bit of everything Thing. They'll line up, up as a running back sometimes, like a pseudo-running back. Um, I like that because you're right, they're gonna do the short passes to Chase. He's gonna get a lot of uh opportunities, So we'll see what happens. But uh yeah, and you mentioned it earlier. Like another thing if you're a Bengal fan, that's probably gives you some trepidation is uh, Mike Vrabel's good as an underdog, period. Yes. Home or road. Yep. I imagine at home, especially he's good as an underdog, you know, and they they you know, they would love to get a win over the Bengals. Obviously, the Bengals would love to get a win too, but think about it. I mean, the Titans were the number one seed in the AFC the year the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. The Bengals went down there, and they were, Titans were one and done because they had the bye. And then the Bengals went down there, pretty heavy underdogs, and beat them 19 to 16, I believe the score was. Um, and then the Bengals beat them last year. Um, so you know they're going to be fired up and ready to go. That's a tough one. I would stay away from, if I'm a Bengals fan, I'm going to stay away from the point spread on that one. Bengals favored by two, but I do like the under.
3: Okay. So looking at now the AFC North odds again, it is so bunched up, which is why I never recommend actually taking someone in the AFC North because it's just very difficult to figure out who's going to win this division. Right now you've got the Ravens at plus 175. They're the favorite. The Browns are right behind them at two to one, Bengals plus 375 and then Steelers at four to one. So it is a bunched up odds board in the AFC North. When we come back, we're going to talk Ohio's State- a big one, a sneaky tough one against Maryland this weekend. We're going to talk about that next on On the Money.
1: This is Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money,
4: presented by Ohio for responsible gambling
1: from ONN.
5: Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
1: You're listening to Hollywood casinos on the money on the money
4: presented by Ohio for responsible gambling
1: on
2: O N N. All right. Buckeyes had their bye week. They are now through that and Maryland's looking good. Maryland uh, is going to come in here. I'm sure ranked They're five and zero. Um, knew their offense would be good. Their defense is better than I expected. Um, That's a good guess for a point spread here. I'm thinking maybe Ohio State, it being in Columbus, will be favored by 11.5.
3: Okay, I think it probably will be a little bit higher than that. I think... You and I, and, and a lot of the the people who have been following college football closely know that Maryland's really good, but I could see that some people look at it as, oh, Ohio State, Maryland, this is going to be a pretty e- relatively easy game at home in Columbus. I could see it being around two touchdowns. I think 14 to to 15 is probably where you'll see the line. Maybe even, it might even tick up to like a 16 or 17. I wouldn't be shocked. I I, I find guessing at this, I would say between 14 and 17 points. As far as the spread, we'll know probably in a couple hours, but that's about where I have it. But I'm with you. You know, 14 is a lot because this is a good Maryland team. They they beat Indiana yesterday, 44, 17. Maryland just scores a lot of points. If you look at their schedule, they just put a lot of points on the board, you know, and a veteran coming a veteran quarterback. It's funny to say this. And I told you this before the show. It's kind of nice having Maryland coming to Columbus rather than Ohio State having to go play at Maryland.
2: No doubt about it. I mean, there's been uh, two games um, in College Park that... Uh Buckeyes were fortunate to pull out obviously the Dwayne Haskins year 2019 or 2018 excuse me and then of course last year you know they don't win that game without Dallin Hayden last year and then the Buckeyes have blown out Maryland I think every time Maryland has, has come to the horseshoe I don't think it's gonna be a blowout this year uh, it's gonna be interesting because Ohio State is a defensive team this year not that their offense is bad but it's we're so used to uh, under Ryan Day now 2019 they were fantastic on both sides of the ball that's still one of the best Ohio State teams I've ever seen is 2019 and they got absolutely robbed against clemson but i don't think they would have beaten lsu anyway because jk dobbins would have been out with an ankle injury but uh but i digress i mean you look at this ohio state team um i don't know man i mean this is a defensive team this is they're going to if they're going to beat penn state if they're going to beat michigan they're going to have to rely on their defense and this is going to be a good matchup Tonga Violo, as you mentioned he's veteran he's explosive and now he's not making these you know, young mistakes is he's not young anymore. He used to be kind of a, a turnover machine. Yeah, but always was explosive. Now you see him, he he just kinda gets it more and uh yeah, Maryland Maryland's a little bit of a problem. Now, Mike Loxley is not a good game coach, but he's put together a good staff and a bunch of talent.
3: You know it's funny? Dave is watching a lot of college football yesterday, and I, I saw them bring up the top 10, you know, and, and what they do during a lot of telecasts is they show the top 10 rankings and, and who they're playing this week and stuff. And the thing that jumped out to me is next year, you're adding four new teams to the Big Ten. Well, in the top 10 of the rankings, there will be, if this was next year, there will be six teams that are from the Big Ten, that are currently in the top ten in the nation, because obviously you've got uh, Michigan at two, Ohio State four, you got Penn State six, and then you're adding number seven, Washington, number eight, USC, and number nine, Oregon. Just think about this conference going forward, and, and look, we don't know, is, is Oregon and Washington going to be that great next year, but the fact that this year, if you're looking at teams that are going to be in the Big Ten next year, you have six in the top ten. I actually think, Dave, this this year with Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan, that the Big Ten might have three teams that are in the top five as far as the top five best teams in the country might be all in the Big Ten.
2: Yeah, we haven't even talked about Penn State on the show because they've looked so impressive. And then early on, they did not look good yesterday against a bad Northwestern team. And then Penn State just bludgeoned them in the second half. But. Early on, it was like, ooh, you know. And Drew Aller, while the final stats didn't look bad, he sails a lot of passes. Yes. He, but Penn State's defense is phenomenal. Um, Their running back's phenomenal. They've got a good offensive line. Uh, we'll see. I mean, Aller... Uh, again, glad that game's in Columbus.
3: Yes. I will tell you, I watched almost that entire game because I had Penn State minus 23 and a half. I moved the spread oh. down and it was part of my really, really big parlay. So I was really, really upset at halftime when the game was tied. But then it was, it was a backdoor kind of cheap uh, cover for Penn State. They didn't look fantastic, especially on offense. I'm glad you brought this up. Their defense might be the as good as any defense in the country Right there with Ohio State and Georgia and Michigan. But, man, I, I think they are a step below as far as offense goes. Yeah, and, you know,
2: it's hard to tell because their defense looked like the 85 Bears yesterday, but they're playing against an ultra-limited yes. Northwestern offense defense you know i'm their head coach i think what they need to do even that he had nothing to do with it they brought him in you know what in january he's going to be their d coordinator then all of this blows up david braun i was impressed with him scotty at big 10 media days he got up there i was like that's pretty darn impressive for a guy in his 30s when that was a huge story at the time and it basically just happened with pat fitzgerald and uh, and everything else that went into it, I was thinking this guy's impressive. He's going to go one and eleven this year, but he's impressive. Boom! He already has two wins. Yeah, and, and, you know, not that Minnesota's. A great team, but they, you know, they're decent, and they beat Minnesota, Northwestern. So, But yeah, it's hard to tell. Penn State's defense looked great yesterday, but they're playing against a terrible offense.
3: Yeah, and you're right. I mean, look, Michigan, we don't know a ton about them because they haven't played anyone. Penn State, I know that they played West Virginia. West Virginia turned out to be a little bit better than what was expected. But if you look at Penn State, I mean, look, they haven't been ultra tested either. They'll play UMass uh, and, and then they'll they have a bye week this coming week and then they play UMass and then they travel to Columbus. So without playing we two really bye weeks. Yeah, it was without Jeez. without playing a really, really tough uh game, it's so hard to tell how good Penn State really is, but I do think that defense is really good. Up next is our Bud
2: Light Picks contest. We're coming up that's coming up next on the money
1: hollywood with casinos on, on the, the money. money on the money
4: presented by ohio for responsible
1: gambling coming up on onn
2: Are you starting to question your
4: gambling or the actions of someone you love? It may be time to talk to someone who understands.
0: Call the Problem Gambling Helpline today and talk to a trained specialist. There's no judgment and no commitment. Plus, it's completely free and confidential. We're here for you. You are not alone. And remember, we all have the power to change with the Problem Gambling Helpline of Ohio.
6: Make the call today.
0: Call the Problem Gambling Helpline of Ohio at
8: 1-800-589-9966.
6: Have you experienced foot or ankle pain during or after sports, running, or exercising at the gym? Nagging aches in your foot or ankle that won't go away? Podiatric physicians can provide you with important foot care solutions, shoe inserts, or show you how to support your feet and ankles so you're able to compete or exercise comfortably. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association Podiatric Physicians are located throughout the state and have been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com.
0: Fall is for tree planting. Successful tree planting includes following the Ohio tree planting specifications. The Ohio Chapter International Society of Arboriculture, Ohio Green Industry Association, Ohio State University Extension, and Ohio Department of Natural Resources Division of Forestry have endorsed the Ohio tree planting specifications. Visit trees4ohio.org to learn more about the planting guidelines. That's trees4ohio.org. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott Damaro. This Saturday, educators around the state are coming together to celebrate Public Education Matters Day. But Ohioans know public education matters every single day of the year. Please join us in recognizing the difference great public schools make on our lives and communities. And let's say thank you to dedicated public school educators who make that possible. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association.
6: I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile.
0: For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association.
1: The fan. the fan. The Fan. Ohio Sports Destination. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money.
4: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
1: From ONN.
2: Welcome back to the show. Appreciate you guys riding along with us here. In just a moment, Scotty and I are going to give our picks for every NFL game against the spread today tonight and tomorrow night before we do that scotty tell the good people about the bud light picks contest
3: yeah go to 971 thefancom slash nfl picks it's right on the front slider the winner of the season-long contest gets a thousand dollars they get a 65 inch tv a kegerator a neon sign all of that to upgrade your fan cave from bud light love it go to 971 thefancom get your picks in now
2: All right, we're going to go through all the games, give our picks against the spread. Let's start with the big game in Cleveland, a game you can hear right here on 97.1 The Fan. In fact, pregame coverage starts right after our show at 11 a.m. Ravens at Browns. Brownies favored by
3: two and a half. Who you got? I'm going to take the Browns today at home. I think they're going to get to three and one and get to that bye week. Give me the Cleveland Browns.
2: I'm also going to take the Browns. Um, best defense in football. Give me the Browns. All right. Bengals at Titans. Bengals favored by two and a half.
3: Oh, sorry, Dave. I'm a little worried. I'm going to go the other way on this one. I like Vrabel as an underdog coach, especially at home. Give me the Titans.
2: I agree. Burrow's lack of mobility is a big problem. Um, you know, he, again, he's not Michael Vick, but every game he's picking up a couple of cheap first downs with his legs. Uh, you know, making plays, keeping plays alive, and throwing the ball down the field. He can't do that at all right now because of the calf injury. I don't like the that Brabel is a home dog. Yeah, uh, I hope the, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to take the Titans. All right, let's move right along here. Big game in Buffalo. Dolphins Ooh. at Bills. Buffalo favored by three.
3: Man, this Dolphins team, and this, especially their offense, throws 70 points We've never on the seen board. I,
2: I was like, has that ever happened in my lifetime? And then they put it up like, no, it hasn't. I,
3: I'm like constantly <laughs> checking my phone. Like, is this legit? I mean, is it really 70 a college points? college game? <laughs> yeah, seriously. It felt like a college game. But... I'm taking the Bills today. Bills are at home. They're great offensively. They're coming off a great defensive performance last week. Give me Buffalo.
2: You know, and I'm staying away from this game. I know we're going to make picks on every game. If I had to bet this game, I'm with you. I'll take the Bills, but I'm staying away from this one. It feels like the Bills are probably will probably be a push. Bills, <laughs> Bills will win by a field goal. Uh, but yeah, give me the Bills. All right, Broncos at Bears, Woo! the battle of zero and three teams. Game is in Chicago, and the Broncos are favored by three and a half.
3: We go from a great matchup to a, a matchup of absolute trash. <laughs> uh, I guess, gosh, give me the Broncos. Uh, you give up seventy points, maybe. A comeback with a little, uh, you know, something, a chip on the shoulder. So I'm, I'm going to take the Broncos.
2: Yeah, the Bears just look dysfunctional. It's too bad because uh, we love Justin Fields around these parts. But uh, yeah, as bad as the Broncos look, I'm going to take them on the road when they're favored by three and a half. Yeah, the Bears are that bad. I'm going to take the Broncos as well. All right, Rams at Scotty Vegas' Colts. Pick them.
3: Yeah. Anthony Richardson back for the Colts today at home. Thank goodness for our little fantasy bet that we did. I'm going to take the Rams though on the road to get it done with Matt Stafford. I'm going to take the Colts at home. All right. Up next,
2: we got Buccaneers at Saints. Saints are favored by three and a half. I think Derek Carr is still out though. Yeah, he is.
3: Yeah, this is a tricky one for me. Saints are just such a good home team. I just hate that it's three and a half and you have that hook there ah man do i trust baker yeah i'm gonna trust baker to keep this within three give me the box
2: I'll take the Saints at home. I, you know, hopefully our defense can step up because that's a tough one.
3: All right, Commanders at Eagles. Eagles favored by nine. Okay, I got my Eagles jersey on. I got a lot of money on the Eagles today, so I'm going to take the Eagles, and I'm even willing to give the points today against the Commanders.
2: Rocking the Jalen Hurts jersey, yep. and we come in today, and and Caleb's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's liking that jersey. He's like, ah, oh, Scotty rocking his favorite team, and I'm like. <laughs> hey, he, just, he just has money on them today. Yes, exactly. He is just as my The Eagles are not his favorite team Unless you got money on them, then they are. Then they become my favorite. That's That's, right. That's right. Yeah. Give me, uh, give me the Eagles. All right. Vikings at Panthers. Minnesota favored by four and a half.
3: Another 0 and 3 versus 0 and 3 matchup here. Uh, give me the, give me the Vikings on the road. They, I I know that they've had a little bad luck in some of their games. I just think Carolina is awful. Give me, give me Minnesota.
2: Yeah. I'll take Minnesota as well. Steelers at Texans. Steelers favored by three over C.J. Stroud and the Texans.
3: Okay, C.J. broke up a nice big parlay that I had last week. Played so well against the Jags. I think getting three points at home, I'm going to take. Ten, I'm going to take the Texans.
2: I'm going to take the Steelers. C.J. has been great, but I think you know um, he might have some trouble today against the Steelers team. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers and lay the three. All right, let's move on to the four o'clock games. Raiders at Chargers. Chargers favored by six and a half. Raiders are starting rookie Aiden O'Connell from Purdue, a fourth-round pick.
3: Yeah, and by the way, the Chargers are really banged up, too. I think this line has moved a little bit too much. I think O'Connell isn't so bad. Give me the points and the Raiders.
2: I'm going to go the other way. I'm gonna, I am going to actually thought, you know, O'Connell was really good at Purdue last year, like really, really, really good. But the first ever NFL start, um, I think the Chargers are going to cover that spread. Give me the Chargers. A lot of points, but I'll still lay the six-and-a-half. Patriots at Cowboys. Cowboys favored by six.
3: Of course, I take Christian Kirk out of my fantasy lineup. And then what does he do? He scores the first touchdown of the game for the Jags. Jags now lead it 6-0, about to kick the extra point. Uh, I'm going to take the... Patriots getting six points. I just think Bill Belichick on the road with that many points. Give me Bill Belichick in the Patriots.
2: I agree with you. I'm going to take the Pats as well. Cardinals at 49ers. Niners favored by two touchdowns, favored by 14.
3: I know it's a lot, but I'm willing to give the points with the 49ers today.
2: I almost, you know, was going to take the Cardinals, but I cannot bet on the Cardinals. No, yes, that's it's a, it's a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'll take the 49ers to blow them out. All right, tonight's game Chiefs at Jets. Chiefs favored by eight and a half.
3: I actually think the Jets defense is going to show up today. Mahomes is great, right? And and he covers a lot of spreads, but generally he does not cover a lot of these big point spreads. Give me the Jets plus the eight and a half.
2: I can't bet on Zach Wilson. Give me the Chiefs. Is, T- is Taylor Swift going to be there? Can we bet on that? Whether or not she's going to be in attendance for the game? <laughs> I think she is. I think she is. Monday night game. Seahawks at Giants. Seahawks favored by one and a half.
3: I'm going to take the Seahawks on the road on Monday night. I just don't trust anything with the Giants. And Saquon Barkley looks like he's going to be out.
2: Any uh, Ryder Cup update? Do we have like 1% chance now or
3: zero? I would say zero. It's not looking good. Blew that opening match with Scheffler and Rahm, unfortunately. Team USA going down.
2: All right, well, the first hour of the show is in the books. If you are listening on 97.1, The Fan, please stick around for the second hour. This is On the Money.
1: Deep Biddle places over unders on how many traffic lights he hits coming into the studio. This is On the Money.
4: Sponsored by Mobile Center.
2: Welcome back to On the Money, 97.1 The Fan. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scott Prokop. We like to call him Scotty Vegas. We have producer Caleb Blake at the controls. And Scotty, uh the Jags, they're home away from home. They're up 7-0. They just forced another, they're gonna force another punt. Jags up 7-0 early in London over the Falcons. Falcons not looking good at all.
3: Well, and I was trying to do math in the break. We're watching the Ryder Cup in here, and I'm trying to figure out a way for the U.S. to get enough points to make this interesting. And I, mathematically, I just can't do it, right? I mean, it is not looking good for Team USA. Right now, down 13-7. to seven. Uh, They are up in a decent amount of matches, but the Europeans only need one and a half points to win this Ryder Cup Ah. Gosh, you know, I'm trying to do the math here, trying to figure out, okay, if we can switch this this blue flag to a red flag, maybe we got an opportunity, but it is not happening for Team USA. Mm, that sucks.
2: Let it go, my friend. Yep, it's Let over. It, it was over before it began. We woke up Friday morning, they're down four-o. It's like, oh, well, this this is over. All right, let's focus on matters of celebration. Yeah. It is time for the parlay party. Hit it, Caleb. <laughs>
3: What are you celebrating, Scotty Vegas? Man, I got a lot to celebrate. First off, this week I had my first sub-80 round in golf. I was thrilled about that. That was a solid 78 during the week. This something I was uh I was stressed about and finally was able to do it. So I'm excited about that. I got a nice big parlay. Going, cooking for today. And you know, I've got my favorite little kiosk over there at Hollywood Casino Columbus. I like to go visit it kind of midweek when it's kind of quiet and I can really think through what I'm doing. Well, I have hit the first seven games of the parlay. I'm down to the final three and it's all relatively big favorites, right? Today, I just need the Chiefs to beat the Jets. I need the, um, I also need the, uh, let's see, boy, i got to pull out my slip here real quick. Okay, I need the Eagles to beat the Commanders, and I need the 49ers to beat the Cardinals. If I get those three all to come through, it will be a nice, nice payday for me. The last thing I want to celebrate, this weather has been so awesome. I got the kids outside yesterday, Autumn and Spencer, 10 and 7 years old, were throwing the football around. There's just nothing quite like it when you get the fall days and those cool nights, and you're playing a little football in the backyard.
9: Caleb, what are you celebrating? Just celebrating having the off weekend, honestly. Um, yeah, yeah, I had some time. Finally, a free Saturday. Um, went to, got to hang out with some friends pretty much yesterday. Um, you know, just get to, it was nice to relax. It was nice to relax. And I got to enjoy that weather, you know? Yes,
2: I'm with you on that. I'm celebrating. It was a... You know, I love Ohio State football, but it was nice having a a day off, just soaking in. A little breather. Because it's not just when the Ohio State game's on. Like, if you're working, you're doing stuff before the game, you know, you're obviously watching the Ohio State game, and then you're working afterwards. So, it's like, yesterday, it was just nice to have a a clean slate. Um, I'm uh, also celebrating. I had a... um, now, I put a little coin on BYU and a pick 'em late Friday night at home against UC. BYU's actually pretty bad, but they did beat the Bearcats 35-27. And one more thing, I'm celebrating Happy birthday to Ryan Baker. Yeah. He is turning 29 again today. Um, what's that? Is like his 13th, 29th birthday? Something like that. <laughs> something right around. There. Maybe it's 14th. Um, so happy birthday, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Baker, uh, his birthday is today. Kicking off October with a birthday. That's pretty nice. So yeah, I'm celebrating all those good things and hopefully we'll all be celebrating wins of our favorite teams today.
3: Yeah, may all of Ryan's parlays come through on this Sunday, uh, but absolutely. So let's talk more college football, Dave, because this was a day where I'm glad you guys brought up the the bye week, because I used to hate bye weeks. Uh, Just as a a fan, I was like, oh man, I want my team back out there playing. But I I will say, I, I got the opportunity to watch a ton of other games. I wanted to really focus on some of those other top teams in the country. Like I really hadn't seen much Georgia football until yesterday Uh, Michigan was another team that I watched Penn State I got and and then obviously that Notre Dame game late last night Uh, and then the other thing is Caleb Williams and USC I want to talk about them for a second because Caleb Williams is putting up ridiculous numbers, but USC's defense is so horrendously bad. So I know that we're talking like all these Pac-12 teams that have a legit shot to win a title. You know, I I think Oregon and Washington are better because they have better defenses than what USC has.
2: Yeah, I I was reading uh, Stuart Mandel on The Athletic was saying something... Exactly like that. He doesn't see USC even getting to the Pac-12 championship game this year because of the reasons you outlined. I mean, this defense was bad last year. It looks worse. Alex Grinch, who was here for all of one year, Grove City native, I believe. Yeah, Grove City native, um, was here at Ohio State for all of one year as co-defensive coordinator along with Shiana. I heard those guys did not mesh well together. Defense played like it that year. If we remember the 2018 defense, it was really, really, really bad for Ohio State. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, USC obviously has a national championship caliber offense and they have one of the worst defenses in the country.
3: Yeah, it's so bad. So I was watching that one. The other team that I, I kind of focused on for the first time was Texas. Now it was hard to tell. I know. Kansas was ranked 24 in the country, but Kansas' quarterback was out. So you didn't really learn a ton from that game. It was relatively close at the half. It was 13 to seven at the half. And then Texas kind of pulled away. Quinn Ewers again looks really, really good through for over 300 yards, but kind of looking through the board here. And we've talked about this as far as the number of teams that we think can win the national championship. And you and I, we're we're through the month of September now. We're we're through the first month of the season. And so obviously we got two months of college football left before we really know who's going to be playing in the playoff. But looking at it to me, I believe that there's nine teams that have a legit shot this year to win the national championship, which is way more than we've seen in the past. And I want to know kind of from you after watching George, after watching, watching Michigan, and we've seen obviously a lot of Ohio state. If you were to rank for you, the top four teams that you think are most likely to win the national championship this year, not based on odds, not looking at value. I want most likely to win it all from you. Top four.
2: Huh, that's interesting. I mean, um, been impressed with Texas. I really have. I thought they'd, um, I thought that game might be close yesterday. Not close, but I thought Kansas, uh, would cover. No. Um, and I give viewers credit. I kind of thought maybe him coming to Ohio State and doing that at the last minute. I'm like, is this guy a knucklehead? Um, he, and maybe he never was a knucklehead, but, um, if he was, he's matured. If you wa- watch him, any of his interviews he comes across like a mature dude he there was something about him and i know ohio state didn't really want him to do that but they they weren't going to tell him no um so yeah i I don't know if i'd put texas one scotty it's tough i'd have to really 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 break it down to do it on the fly here um i think texas has probably been you know the most impressive team when you look at their resume um yeah alabama's not great but Alabama is not that bad. To go into Tuscaloosa and hand Nick Saban his worst home loss since he's been the coach at Alabama is impressive. I'd probably have to put Texas 1. Um, even though they haven't played anybody, I I don't know. I'd probably go Georgia 2, and then maybe you know Michigan 3, Ohio State 4, something like that.
3: Well, for me here, a big part of this is the path to get there, right? And I think that, and I agree with you at Texas number 1, because I, I think you look at the the, the Big 12, pathway for texas to get in i think it makes sense for them to be number one because i don't think they're going to really face anyone in the big 12 i know they have to play oklahoma i don't think oklahoma has enough of a defense to stop texas i think texas is going to play enough defense and i think they're going to win that relatively easy but I would put Texas one because of that pathway. Number two, again, we talk about a pathway. Georgia it just does not play anybody until the SEC championship game. I know they play Kentucky this coming week, but that's a home game for them. I just look at that route for them, and I got Georgia as the second most likely team to win it all. Third, man, I think you could pretty much go in any order of Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan because they're going to obviously have a little round robin and play each other. Yep. I guess if I had to say, I think Ohio State beats Penn State because it's a home game. And then I would probably say Ohio State or that Michigan probably beats Ohio State at Michigan. And then you have Penn State. And I think there's a good shot looking at this, Dave, that all three teams have one loss, right? I, I really do. And so I think there's a chance all that you're going to see two of the three Big Ten teams actually make the playoff. So whatever order you want to go in, I wish I could be more, uh, go out on a limb a little bit more. But I could say any way you want to go on those three Big Ten teams. Yeah, and Florida State's
2: in the mix. I mean, Washington and Oregon look good, but they You've yeah. not played anybody. That's let's a look problem. at Washington. Yeah. And Washington late night game at Arizona. I didn't watch this, but they only won thirty one to twenty four. Now Arizona might not be bad. I don't know. Arizona's three and two now. Um, so Arizona came in, but let's look at so far. They've played. You know Washington's played Boise State, and this isn't the typical Boise State team that's good. They did blow them out. Um, they beat Kevin Wilson in Tulsa. They blew out the hapless Michigan State Spartans forty one to seven. Um, they blew out terrible Cal. And then last night they beat Arizona. Let's look at Oregon. Oregon hasn't played anybody either, I don't think. Let's check it out. They played, what, Presbyterian first week and won <laughs> 81-7. Then they played at Texas Tech. That's a decent win at Texas Tech, 38-30. to Not a great win, but a decent win. Um, but only, only won by eight, though. Hawaii's terrible. They beat them fifty-five to ten. Colorado forty-two to six. That's their marquee wins. Is, is Colorado forty-two to six? And then they beat Stanford also forty-two to six last night. So Oregon hasn't played anybody, but they look really good. And Washington hasn't played anybody, but they look good. I am just hoping Penix. Wins Heisman and not, um, Caleb Williams because I, I want Archie's record to stand. I want I, Archie's record to stand, buddy.
3: I do too. And I actually, you know, as far as Washington goes, I did watch a little bit of that. It was Pac-12 network, but I was, I was following along because, I had uh Washington as par- as part of my parlay. They were really pretty much in control. Arizona scored late to make it look a little bit closer, but I do think Washington has the offense to win the national championship. I worry a little bit about the defense because if you look at the teams at the top, when you look at Michigan, Georgia, Ohio State, Penn State, those four teams do have really, really elite defenses. I don't know if any of them have amazing offenses, but they have elite defenses, and I don't know when you get into the playoff and then you look at a USC, a Washington, and Oregon, if there's enough defensively to get it done against great teams. That's that's the big concern. And look, I have I have futures tickets on Washington. I really do. I, I think Washington's very good. But I also worry about the route because they not only is the Pac-12 good as far as the top, where you've got USC and Oregon, but kind of the middle is very good because Oregon State is very good. Washington State is very good. It's it's a very, very deep company conference in the very last year of this conference
2: speaking of the very last year i'm so glad we're getting rid of divisions i don't know if they've even made that official but it sounds like the big 10 is going to get rid of divisions it's ridiculous you got the big three dare i say maryland is clearly the fourth best team in the big 10 who's going to win the big 10 jv is it going to be wisconsin probably they don't even look good iowa doesn't look good Minnesota was supposed to be in the mix. They don't look good. Illinois was a dark horse pick for people. They look terrible. They lost to Purdue. Yeah, they got blown out by Purdue. So was former defensive coordinator takes the job at Purdue. Purdue's looked like a complete joke this year. And then... They blow out Illinois yesterday. I mean, who's who's going to win it? At? Um, who am I forgetting? Yeah. I, I mean, there's nobody I'm forgetting.
3: Truthfully, Dave, it doesn't even matter because whoever <laughs> wins it from the East is going to blow out whoever's in the West uh, in, in the Big Ten championship game, like they pretty much always do. Yeah, I, I'm with you on getting rid of the divisions. The one thing that I, I like to think about too is just how different college football is going to be next year, right? Because when you're when you have these four new Big Ten teams coming in. From from the Pac-12 and just how deep that conference is going to be. But then also think about games where now next year, you'll have 12 teams making the playoff. So you watch some of these games yesterday and like an Alabama and a, and a Notre Dame who obviously Notre Dame finds a way to win against Duke, but those teams would still absolutely be in the picture as far as making the playoff this year, probably not their losses probably will get them, keep them out of the playoff. But next year, when you're thinking about all these games they're going to mean even more in my opinion because there's still going to be opportunities for them to get into the playoff and i'm not talking about like the, the, the very top four top five teams i'm talking about you know teams that are around 10 11 12 something like that
2: yeah i mean we've talked about i mean ohio state could theoretically go 9 and 3 and most years at 9 and 3 ohio state is in the top 12 now you don't want to flirt with that no i will say this about alabama this year if they run the table from here they're in yeah Win the SEC over Georgia, yeah, they'll be in. Twelve and one, your one losses to Texas. Yeah, it's at home, but it's to a good team. And probably same thing for Notre Dame. If Notre Dame's sitting there, now they don't have the conference championship, so that could bite them. But if they're sitting there at eleven and one and their one loss is at home, <laughs> basically a walk off to Ohio State. I could see Notre Dame getting in at 11-1. and
3: Well, because they would have a last-second loss, literally, a last-second loss to Ohio State. They would have a win over a Duke team. Who knows what Duke ends up doing, but, I mean, they're a solid team. And then they would also have to beat USC as well. So they would have some quality wins if they were to run the table. Yeah, I don't
2: know if Clemson would qualify, but they'd have to beat Clemson as well, I do believe. Again, I don't know if that's a quality win. All right, up next, we're going to take your call, 614-821-9710. Do you want to talk about the Buckeyes, college football in general, the NFL? Do you want some betting advice, give us a shout, 614-821-9710. That's coming up next on The Money.
1: We have so many local shows, I can't fit them in a 10-second promo. So let's just say we're live and local all damn day. Scotty Vegas places so many bets, he can't even remember which teams he's rooting for. You are listening to On the Money,
3: sponsored by Mobile Center. So you're saying there's a chance in the Ryder Cup? Nope, we're not saying there's any chance because the U.S., if you look at the live odds right now, they are 70 to 1 to come back. They're down 14 to 7 in the Ryder Cup. And yes, they're up in several matches, but it is not going to be enough. Frustrating. They're going to lose. All right. This on the money action update is brought to you by our friends at the mobile center at the mobile center bundling home internet with your existing wireless plan has never been easier stop into a local mobile center and find out more let's look at the current hollywood casino sportsbook odds for the college football national championship as those odds have been updated now you've got georgia as the favorite at three to one michigan is four to one Texas is seven to one. Ohio State comes in now at eight to one. Florida State nine to one. Penn State 14. And then you got Oregon at 16, Washington at 16, USC at 18. All right, Dave, I want to talk a little bit more about the NFL games today. And right now we've got a game going on in London where the Jags have started out hot. They are up 10 nothing, but. Two big matchups for the Ohio teams today. You've got the Bengals against the Titans. That's a two and a half point spread. And then you've got the Browns and the Ravens also two and a half points. Uh, initial betting thoughts on those two games?
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm probably going to stay away from both of them, but uh, if I had to bet on them, I would, um, I'd lay the points with both, but I, I wouldn't feel great about it. I wouldn't feel great about it. In fact, no, I, I say, I take that back. I said earlier, I'm not betting against the Titans at home because Burrow's again not a shell of his former self but like that calf injury is a problem because it takes his mobility away and I'm not judging that's a big part of his game it's not a huge part of his game but it is it's a relatively big part of his game picking up cheap first downs with his legs keeping plays alive and he doesn't have that right now maybe a little reverse psychology on my part Scotty but um, I'm going to take the Titans to cover and I'm going to take the Browns to cover
3: Okay, so September was one of my best months ever betting football over these years and I want to tell you a little bit about kind of my strategy going into these these football weekends. What I like to do is I like to just take teams on the money lines. I don't like to mess with spreads and on Wednesday or Thursday I like to kind of go quietly to my favorite little kiosk at Hollywood Casino Columbus and I like to build out these big parlays and I throw usually about five or six, maybe seven college games that are relatively big on the money line, right? So yesterday throwing teams like Georgia in there and Michigan and things like like that, And so I stacked a lot of those together. But what I also like to do is throw kind of a Thursday night game, a Friday night game, and then a couple throughout the day on Saturday. It just, to me, as a, as a bet, it's fun to have out there kind of at least one game in every time slot over the weekend. And it makes it fun. And so... Over the night, last night, I've gotten all the, all the things through the Thursday night game. The Lions came through for me. I like to have all of that set up for an exciting Sunday. And then for me today on Sunday, I'm looking at some big favorites to come through. I've got the Eagles. On the money line, I've got the 49ers on the money line, and then the Chiefs on the money line. If I were to tell you that those three games are what I have left for a nice big ticket, which of those three worry worry you the most? Because, look, we see shockers. Last week, we saw the Cardinals upset the Cowboys, right? So these crazy upsets do happen in the NFL. Which of those three should I be most worried about? None of them,
2: but I get right. You never know in the NFL, though. You'd never know. Um is the only one that's a single digit spread? It's barely nine and a half. I think is Washington.
3: Yeah. Yes.
2: So that would be the closest. No. No.
3: I, the Chiefs are eight and a half.
2: Chiefs are eight and yeah. a half. Jeez. That one's on um, the road
3: at New York. I yeah, know Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson
2: though. I mean, even when when Broadway Joe's calling you out. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um. Jeez. I'll still say, cause I mean, I can see Sam Howe getting hot. Again, I don't think you have anything to worry about with any of those three games. If I had to pick one, I guess I would say the Eagles. I'm going down to the commanders, but I mean, we're talking like a, what, a 2% chance or something like that.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would. I mean, here's the deal: a lot of people lost in Survivor last week. You know, a lot of people do the NFL Survivor week to week, and they lost because the Cowboys just looked so bad against the Cardinals. Who would have thought that was coming? So in the NFL, when you think that there's that you know easy game, something usually sneaks up on you. Like last week, also the Jags. I had the Jags over uh, the Texans, and the Texans go in and they win at Jacksonville. All right, let's switch gears just for a minute here because I want to talk a little bit about this. OSU-Maryland game and where we think that spread's going to be because we should see a spread kind of trickle out in the next hour or two. Where are you as far as what you think the point spread for OSU-Maryland will be? You talked me into I think it's a little higher than what I initially said. I was thinking initially like maybe like
2: 11 and a half Ohio State. You're right. It probably will come out um if I had to bet, I bet it'll come out Ohio State favored by 15 and a half.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of in that two touchdown to, to 17 range. That's kind of where I'm sitting. A reminder, sports or fast betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. All right, coming up next on On The Money, it's a little this or that. This is On The Money.
1: An encyclopedic knowledge of sports and other random things you may or may not care about. I think I found my mentor. And Ice. Weekdays from noon to three.
8: The tax day is coming. Oh no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you got the
0: Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC. Member SIPC.
1: Sports gambling, fantasy football, and tailgating before a massive day of pigskin. You're listening to On The Money.
4: Sponsored by
2: Mobile Center. Welcome back to On The Money. We're going to do this or that in just a moment. Before we get to that, we have a caller on the line we want to get to. Nate, welcome into the show, Nate. What's up?
7: Hey, Dave. See, I didn't grow up a Bengals fan, but I was a Joe Burrow fan all through college, watched Watched him at Ohio State every snap he did at Georgia. But my question is more about the Bengals offense. You know, I know a lot of the blame right now is going on Burrow's ankle, but I think of a lot of it is, you know, I've thought this for the past year or so, is I just think the offense needs more creativity. You know, they brought Zach Taylor in four or five years ago because he was part of that L.A. Rams offense that was unstoppable, and that was great five years ago. But I just feel like they've been running the same stuff for three, four years now, and it was great when Burrow was in his first, second year. And I know they were, you know, just almost made it to the Super Bowl last year. But I personally would just like to see a revamp of this offense. What do you think?
2: I agree with you, Nate. I agree with you 100%. Um, I don't like what I see out of Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan. I mean, it really is Zach Taylor, even though Callahan has the title of offensive coordinator. Um, Zach Taylor's calling at least most of the plays, and you know, I, as I'm sure you know, I mean, the reason they were able to get to the Super Bowl two years ago, the reason they were good last year, was mostly because of their defense and Joe Burrow, of course. Joe Burrow um, covered up a lot of the warts that I think Zach Taylor's play designs and Brian Callahan's play designs um, showed. I mean, again, um, this defense. And Joe Burrow and you know, their receivers have been the reason that they've been um, good the last couple years. You're right, I see a lack of imagination, I see a lack of adjustments, and it just seems stale. And now they're playing with one arm tied behind their back because their stud quarterback is not able to move around with that calf injury. And that's one of those injuries that's going to linger all year. If you listen to any doctor, they're like, That's just not going to magically get better without, especially without taking a break. So hopefully, when they get to the bye week, that'll be enough. But it, even doctors say two weeks is it, that's not going to be enough, like, he'll just re injure it at some point. Hopefully he can play every game but yeah, so there you go.
3: Here, here, before we, before yeah. we go to this or that, here's one thing. I, I think today is going to be one of those get right games for the Bengals because I, I look at the, the Titans pass defense and, and their, their pass defense is really bad. So I think this is a day where you're going to see the Bengals air out a lot, get it to chase a lot. I could see them going down the field. I, I think, I mean, they've played some tough defenses early, right? I mean, they've, they've played the Browns in week one, which we think the Browns have a, fantastic defense and i know they only put three points on the board (laughs) then they played the ravens and then look like burrow's still getting into things so to me i think it's just too early to panic a little bit about this offense that's just my opinion
2: all right now it's time for this or that hit it caleb all right we'll we'll have our pet peeves you know this isn't anything that's Bothers me that much, but it just annoys me because it used to not be a thing and I'm seeing it more and more now. I'm talking about if I get online and somebody will post a final score and it'll say, Final score, this team ten, that team twenty-three. I'm like, no, no, we don't do inverted scores <laughs> in the United States. I, I'm taught in journalism school, I was always taught you don't if you if the team loses, you just said they lost twenty-three to ten. Or if the team wins, they win twenty-three to ten. I don't like the inverted scores. I'm not talking about if you pull it up and it says right here, you know the home team is winning 17 nothing so they they have 017 i'm okay with that i'm talking about like in story recaps i'll see writers doing inverted scores and i'm Terrible. like i had every editor every professor in journalism tell me no you never do inverted scores so Are you guys getting with eh, it's okay to do
3: inverted scores are you getting with
2: I don't want to see inverted scores.
3: No, no. I don't want to have to think for a couple seconds. Well, now, what was the score? No, no, no. Thank you. By the way, Jags just had a defensive touchdown, a pick six. So they are now up 17-0. But no, Dave, I am not getting with inverted scores.
9: That's heartbreaking
3: because I benched
9: the Jags defense today. But I also (laughs) am not getting with inverted scores, mainly because I hope that... um, My teachers that are—if anyone is listening—that they would honestly kill me if I said otherwise. (laughs) So, I'm with you guys on this one.
2: I don't know when it became a thing. It's over the last couple years. I even had a—you know—a argument with one of my colleagues about it because he was doing like inverted scores. I'm like. This is not European soccer, brother. We don't do inverted (laughs) scores round here, but it's not just him. I've I've noticed other sports writers doing it. Stop doing that, sports writers.
3: By the way, another pick. I know you You said you benched Jacksonville. In Dave's league, I actually uh, benched the Jacksonville defense as well. Fortunately, I've got him in the fan league where I'm going up against Anthony Rothman, who's in first place. So that is a big score for me. I'm loving that right now. I'm checking the board, and I have 30 points out of my defense already so i'll take that okay scotty all right guys yeah thank you all right here we go next one yesterday you know we're watching all these football games do you prefer guys to focus on one or two games or do you like when there's like six seven eight games that you're trying to track at once which do you prefer
2: especially if i'm at home i I like just focusing on one game or two games and If my favorite team is playing, I'm just locked in on that game. But let's say it was like yesterday for college football where the Buckeyes aren't playing. I I wasn't just focused on one game, but I was like flipping around. Let's see. I was focused on at one point. I was watching a lot of the Penn State game, but I had another game I was watching. So I'm more of like if I'm at home, I I like paying attention to one or two games. But if I'm at like like a sports bar or something like that or the Hollywood Casino, uh, sports book. I like a lot of games on. But overall, I'm getting with focusing on one or two games at a time.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of like that too now, David. And, and I was realizing that yesterday because I had like four or five bets going on of, of games going on. And I'm like trying to track it. And I had to like write it down on, on a little piece of paper and have that piece of paper in my hand. And which channels these games were on and all that stuff. Well, it's great to have all these options. I really, really like when you have one really good football game that you are watching nearly start to finish. I kind of like that more so than when you're bouncing around to five or six different games. That's, I I guess, I just don't have the attention span that I used to, and I prefer one or two games. What about you, Caleb?
9: Yeah, I'm on the same wave with you guys. Also, it's it's just better to watch one thing that's going to have you locked in the whole time rather than. I guess I would say I'm a one to two kind of guy. Yeah, you know, commercial breaks. I mean, we who's dealing with that? That's right. But (laughs) yeah, I'm also a one to two guy.
2: I'll also at times I'm focused on a game, but I'll have like other games like just have their box score, the update, or they they show you the play by play. It's 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 pretty cool. Um, All right, next one. All right, so let me give a let me preface this a little backstory. So I have a friend who a good friend of mine who. Gets these really nice jerseys, like NFL. They, like, they look at the like, authentic <laughs> NFL jerseys, like these ones that cost like two hundred bucks or whatever. I got a friend who found this website in China that makes these really good knockoffs for like twenty nine <laughs> bucks. I'm telling you, they look they look legit. Now, morally, I have a problem with it, though. I'm not trying to support China knocking off our stuff, you know, this cheap this cheap goods. But man, you're getting a two hundred dollar product for twenty nine dollars. Scotty Vegas. Are you getting with it's okay to do that? Or are you getting with it's not okay to do that and you're committing treason against your country?
3: Hmm, Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave. As you know, I've got my nice little Eagles jersey on because that's who I bet on today. But I was, uh, was going to say it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you weren't. I know you weren't. But uh, great question. I'm 100% with get what you can get, right? I mean, this is a this is a jersey that, you know, I I don't need to pay two or three or four hundred bucks for a jersey. That's ridiculous.
2: I'm not a jersey guy anyway. I have never, I'm not ever, usually I have either. never ever once bought a knockoff jersey from China. <laughs> so I am not getting with it.
3: I can't wait for Caleb's answer. Now, he will be the tiebreaker
9: here. Oh, I mean, you guys know that as uh, someone that is freshly in college and recently out of high school, I bought plenty of fake jerseys. Yeah. In my day <laughs> from China? <sighs> Unfortunately, Dave, okay. unfortunately. <laughs> However, I will say this, though. Recently, I'm starting to get more on the authentic wave, like in the, the real thing. Like, I have one specific jersey I have just for the Browns in game day. So, it is what it is.
2: You know, it's funny. Scotty was talking about this because I said, you know, that that make for a good gift. You know, for somebody, you bought them a jersey. They're like, damn, you spent like $200 on me? You'd almost feel like obligated to be like, pull them aside later. And be Like, hey, dude, I, I, I actually did not spend $200 on your kid there. Oh, no, I don't um, tell him. But Scotty doesn't tell them. I don't him. tell But him. that would make for a good gift. You got a buddy who's like a Mahomes fan, you know, do you get him a Patrick Mahomes jersey? He's like, you just dropped 200 bucks on me? Yeah, as far as you know, I did.
3: All right, I got a this, that, or the other, guys. All right, the two Ohio teams today, are they going 2-0, and 1-1, or zero and two today. They're both a two and a half, two to two and a half point favorite. What's the overall record for the two Ohio NFL teams today?
2: I got them going one and one today.
3: Which one's winning? Well, I said
2: earlier I'm, I'm picking the Browns and I'm picking the Titans. Okay, a little reverse psychology with my Bengals there. I actually don't feel bad about it. Just the Burrow, I just need to see real Joe Burrow before I can really get behind the Bengals. Because as as Nate said, who called in? I mean, the offense is in complete disarray right now because not only does Burrow have the calf injury, but Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan just have a disjointed offense. So uh, I'm getting with one and one. What are you getting with?
3: Yeah, one and one sounds right to me. I'm kind of in the same boat as I, I think that the Browns get it done at home. And I, I do have a little bit of a harder time because I think Vrabel is just such a good underdog head coach. It's only a couple points. I don't like the Tennessee offense much, but uh, they have a pretty solid defense. So Yeah, I'm, I'm getting with one and one.
9: Man, this is this is brutal. I'm also I'm also gonna get with one and one, but I'm honestly on the opposite side of you guys. I kind of feel good about the Bengals today. Um, I don't know. After watching the Rams game, like I know it was you know wasn't all pretty, but I I think that they are starting to cook up, and I think today will be a a much better performance. So I'm more nervous about the Brownies to be real, um, and what the Ravens have to offer. But we'll see.
2: We're all using reverse psychology on our teams. Caleb's (laughs) there. They're using, he's a Browns fan. He's using reverse psychology. It's the best of the psychology. Do they teach that at Ohio State? Like, is there a reverse psychology class? You get your doctorate in reverse psychology. I'm kidding. You should be able to. You should be able to. All right. You guys getting with, gotta have a food one, right? You guys getting with cheddar cheese or are you getting with American cheese? Oh, see. Just in general. In general.
3: I I know it depends on what you're eating, but... I guess it's funny because I don't have that big of a cheese preference. I like cheese in general. I don't think I notice much of a difference between a cheddar cheese and an American cheese. Now, I will tell you, if I were to power rank the cheeses, Swiss would probably be number one. I love a a good uh, mushroom and Swiss cheeseburger. But I guess I'll go American, but I don't see a huge difference, Dave.
2: I, I, lo- I love cheddar cheese. I, you know, American cheese on the burger, all good. I don't dislike American cheese, but it's kind of like fake cheese. You know, American cheese is basically like fake cheese. I mean, there's some real cheese in there, but I like cheddar cheese.
9: I also like cheddar cheese. Dave, when you said that, it just reminded me of like a craft single, you know, and like for me, that just isn't the most appealing thing in the world. So I'm also going to get with cheddar cheese here. Oh, this- all right, guys.
3: Obviously, Team USA in big trouble in the Ryder Cup. They're down 14 to 9. Are you guys getting with? Do you like? These these matchups, these these exhibitions, kind of the Ryder Cup in golf, or so you're getting with a, a golf one, or are you more into Team USA as far as Olympic basketball? What does it for you more get you more excited? The team event in golf or Team USA in the Olympics in basketball?
2: I get so into Olympic basketball, I love it. Now we've been dominating, um, and ever since Argentina won, and in- 2004 with Ginobili. Um, Americans have won every time since then. This last time was close. I'm looking forward to this all star team that LeBron's bringing to Paris. France was feeling all good about themselves. You know, they're hosting the Olympics. They got a, you know, they got a good team and everything. Now LeBron's like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to load up and we're going to take our A plus team over there. Um, I love the Ryder Cup, but I'm definitely getting with the Dream Team, Dream Team 5, whatever it's going to be, and uh, the U.S. Olympic basketball team.
3: Oh, my gosh. Ritter almost threw another interception. He's not good. This is (laughs) is ridiculous. This
2: will be his last year as a starting quarterback in the NFL, Desmond Ritter. He's not good.
3: I will tell you, I absolutely love the passion and excitement around the Ryder Cup. There this has been a fun little rivalry and unfortunately Europe is is going to get it done this time most likely. Uh but I am someone who I will wake up at 1:30 in the morning and throw the Ryder Cup on Team USA basketball while I'll root for them. It's just like not must watch TV cuz most of them are blowouts so I get with the Ryder Cup.
9: I have been more into the Ryder Cup actually this year. You know, I'm starting to get more on the golf wave, especially nice. being around you guys. Yeah. But I mean, of course, I I have to go with the with Team USA Olympic basketball. Um, yeah, I mean, I was even watching the FIBA World Cup a little bit this um, which kind of sparked LeBron being like, "Hey, it's time for us to get the guys to head out to Paris." So, real excited for that. Um, yeah, basketball guy. Up
2: next is best bets. It's coming up next right here on the money
1: guys, jackets, crew, and Panama
8: dead yelling about something being too hot. I don't understand it either. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th, so Subscription fees apply. Investing involves
0: risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.
1: Some people golf on Sunday mornings. Some people place bets on the people playing golf on Sunday mornings. This is On The Money. Sponsored
3: by Mobile Center. Welcome back to On The Money. It's looking like uh, the Americans are making a little bit of a comeback in the Ryder Cup. They were actually 14 to 1 coming into today. But this on the money action updates brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center live betting or trying to get that player prop in. Make sure you have the right internet speed. Visit a local Mobile Center store. Locations in Westerville by the new Target and in Plain City in the Costco Plaza. Let's look at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds for the Ohio teams today in the NFL. Both teams are. Two and a half point favorites. The Bengals, two and a half points on the road against the Titans, and the Browns two and a half point home favorite over the Ravens. All right, Dave, it is now time for best bets. What do you got for us no, for thank this you. Sunday?
2: Sorry, talking to Caleb there. Um my best bets. I'm gonna go under forty one total points in Bengals Titans, under forty one. It just feels like one way or the other, this is going to be like a 20 to 17 game. Something like that. Watch it be a shootout now that I'm saying I, two good defenses, two offenses that are limited. Um, I'm going under 41 Bengals at Titans. My next one, give me the Steelers laying three at the Texans. CJ Stroud's been really good. The Texans have been much better than people thought, but still, I think the Steelers, um, are going to get it done and win this game by four or more. So give me the Steelers minus three. Give me the Chargers laying six and a half, but they're at home. They're playing the Raiders with their rookie quarterback, Aiden O'Connell. Uh, I'm not sure if he's even that much of a drop off from Jimmy G, but he is a rookie making his first ever NFL start. So I'm give me the Chargers uh, and I'll lay the six and a half. And then Monday Night Football, I love me some Monday Night Football home dogs. Give me the New York football Giants plus two against the Seattle Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Scotty, what do you
3: got? Okay, you know my big parlay is now down to the Chiefs beating the jets i need that to happen i also need the eagles to get it done against the commanders and the 49ers to beat the cardinals so that's my big parlay uh put that together again when you put those three you're not getting amazing odds but those are what i have left in my big parlay which i gave out on wednesday night show here on on the money if you're missing the wednesday night show you're missing opportunities on big money parlays so there you go uh here's what i've got for best bets for today though I really like the Rams over the Colts. The Rams have actually outgained opponents by 83 yards per game, while the Colts have actually been outgained in every single game. They've played by an average of 45 yards. I think Stafford gets it done on the road. You know I like Anthony Richardson, but I think that's going to be a tough game for them this week. Jamar Chase to score a touchdown. Look. I think they're going to throw early and often to Jamar Chase today. I don't like the Titans' pass defense. I think that's how you're going to beat Tennessee today, so I have got that one. And then the last one is, you know, I'm looking at that Browns-Ravens game, and I actually just think with how good this Browns defense is, I don't necessarily feel extremely comfortable with the spread. What I do feel a a little bit more comfortable with is taking the under in the game. I just think the Browns so good, especially on early downs Uh, defensively. I think the Browns keep this a lower scoring football game, so I'm going under 40 with the Browns and the Ravens.
2: Buckeyes and Terrapins six days from now at the Horseshoe. High noon. Big noon kickoff on Fox, and we think, my guess is now you've talked me into this, my guess is about 15.5, Buckeyes will be favored by 15.5 when the spread comes out here shortly. What do you think?
3: That's my area. I mean, guessing between about 14 and 17. Look, Maryland has scored a ton of points. Their offense is very, very good. But the fact that this game's in Columbus, I think it's probably a two touchdown. It may even get up to 17 points. That's my guess. Again, the odds generally come out on a Sunday afternoon and so we'll know relatively soon what that's gonna be. But my guess would be about fourteen to seventeen. And what I like to do is I actually like to guess on odds before they come out because that's when I can kind of see where there's value one way or the other. And so that's uh that's kind of in my mind about fourteen to seventeen points over Maryland. And Maryland
2: they'll be ranked now. Maryland Absolutely. will be ranked. Um you know they were just out of the rankings. They're five and 0 they're gonna come in here. We're gonna have a matchup of ranked teams. I think it's good that they're not going to be able to sneak up on Ohio State. All right, here we go. Thank you very much for joining us. For Caleb Blake and Scotty Vegas, I am Dave Biddle. Up next is pregame coverage of the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. This has been On the Money.
1: We test marketed naming the show A Guy and
8: His Butlers.
1: Oh, that is very touching. But we thought Bishop and Friends had a better ring to it. We
4: day mornings at nine.
1: Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios.
4: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
1: WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. The fan. Hi. Big voice guy here. Thanks for listening to Buckeye Roundtable. We now join